the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Money, investing, and more. Sometimes we talk real estate. Sometimes we talk interest rates. Sometimes we talk investments, retirement, insurance. Speaking with a group of teachers recently, and one of the things I brought up was life insurance. And it's always shocking to me to see that teachers and police officers sometimes get just awful, awful financial advice. Uh, because they're typically tied towards unions and their unions, you know, are very careful about who come in and who doesn't. No, they're not so much careful about that kind of stuff. They almost let anyone come in and give investment advice. And, uh, to get investment advice from an insurance salesperson is just the wrong way of going about it. It's like getting, um, advice on real estate from a realtor. How many realtors are going to say, you know what? I wouldn't buy on the peninsula. This is where I work. I work on the peninsula. I work in Palo Alto. It's the worst idea ever. You don't want to buy in Palo Alto. And they turn their internal editor on and they're like, Palo Alto is lovely. The average home is two and a half million dollars. And did you know that we've got the highest suicide rate of teenagers in high school in the United States? Oh, internal editor. Fix it, fix it, fix it. But of the people that don't kill themselves in high school, they oftentimes go to wonderful schools like Stanford and Berkeley. Um, you're just not going to get a lot of honest conversations out of realtors more often than not about the cons or the negatives. Uh, here I'll say things like as an investment guy, yeah, the market hits record high seven out of 10 years. Yes. Historically, the stock market beats real estate consistently over any 10 year period of time. Um, there's not a lot of leverage that you have to use with stocks and therefore people in real estate go, well, I bought a house once and, you know, I sold it a $400,000 profit. Yes, 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 yes. Totally get that. But you also leveraged up to the eyeballs when you did that. And you had to keep working. You had to keep paying uh, the mortgage in good times and bad. 
Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. One of the areas that I get a little pet peeved or a little annoyed at from time to time, and I think you could probably agree with me on this, is when you see advice from people who are under the age of 30, and you're like, you're too young to be given advice. Um, and, uh, or it's someone who's like uber successful in a hot market, like, to be successful in San Francisco Bay Area or New York City or Washington, D.C., it doesn't take a lot. You're dealing with high-priced real estate. Uh, but to be successful in Waco, Texas, that's the successful realtor that I'm going to be a little bit more interested in talking about trends that they're seeing and or not seeing. So a 27-year-old realtor and landlord explains the four things to look for in a good investment property. And when you see a picture of the person, I'm reading an article right now, you're like, she's a good-looking woman. Um, and I just automatically get a little bit like, just be cautious. Like, uh, they say millennials are freaked out about investing. And I just talked to a group of new teachers and in theory, they're mostly millennials because they just got out of college, right? New teachers. Now, some of them were 35 year old coming back to the job for this you know, second career, third career kind of thing. Um, but they've only seen a bad economy or they saw a lot of like real estate go down. They saw a lot of stock market corrections. So a millennial probably saw the 2000, 2002, the 2008 debacle in real estate. And it's a very short term memory um, of, you know, how painful that is and how it's always that way. Even though we've gone through eight or nine up years now where no one's talking about that. People are talking about how volatile the market is. There's commercials in this radio station that makes me want to vomit. Um, so, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Tony. Good um, morning. One of the things that spooks me about real estate advice is it rarely accounts for the bad times and how that could affect you. Um, whether it be a period of time where you don't have renters, a period of time where you lose a job and don't have the ability to pay your mortgage, um, and things like mortgage insurance don't really cover it like you think they do. Um, so, and very few people keep emergency funds. We were talking about someone in your family that is heavily reliant on real estate, and yet there's not a lot of buffer between success or failure in a worst case scenario. Yeah, I think a lot of that comes down to people just the the emotions of buying a house and the pressures of buying a house sometimes um, outweigh the math. Um, uh, and I, I'm, being in the mortgage side of the real estate transaction, that's pretty much what I deal with on a daily basis. And, you know, over the last five, six years with qualified mortgages from Dodd-Frank, uh, it's given us a pretty good perspective on what, what really is the qualifying limits for people as opposed to what it was like back in 2005, six, and seven, leading up to the crash in the real estate market where pretty much anybody could state their incomes. And stated income was a really dangerous product because, uh, and, and you can see how how powerful that was back in 2005, 6, and 7, because our home prices were relatively the same um, back then as they are today, but interest rates were 2% higher. Yet today, we have qualified mortgages, rates are lower, but yet we're still ranging around the same purchase prices. And, and, and when you calculate that whole as far as affordability, which really is the whole factor um, in in home prices and incomes, putting that all together, uh, it it... it 
the, the, the story doesn't end well for a lot of people when they max out those ratios, which people have were doing in the past. They were actually going higher than the ratios. Um, but it's something that I, I, I believe we have a uh, with with all you, what you said. I still think we have a much smarter and wiser uh, buyer and ownership pool than we used to. Oh. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, the housing market, and again, it's a pretty big group when I say that. Um, but one of the things I just don't like about it is the conflict of interests between the people. A, that, that's a tough one. I deal with that all the time. Right. Um, you, and you brought up a great example uh, where a realtor gets a client. And they may or may not, they probably don't qualify for a house in that area and they continue working with them and push them towards a property in that neighborhood. Um, when it deep down the side in the back of their head, they may not think that this is the right area, but they may lose the business if they take them somewhere else or refer them somewhere else. Uh, as a tough one, Rob, because the people that are in real estate, um, especially in a market like today where the, um, Inventory is low, sales are low, activity is not where it used to be. They're, they're going to be looking for as many clients as they can. Yet at the same time, we've talked to realtors that have said they know other realtors that won't even accept an, uh, a, a client unless they are what you called uber qualified or uber successful. So I once got some investment advice on real estate from a realtor, which I really appreciated. It was someone in Tahoe. And uh, I was trying to be all smart, like, you know, what will my projected rent incomes be and, you know, what utilization rate will I have and how many people, you know, um, trash the place or not kind of thing and how much is property management? And she said, you know, you're kind of an amateur. She goes, every house in Tahoe is a vacation house and they're not always going to be rented. And because of that, you're going to be paying 30% management fees. If you're smart, you'll pay 35% management fees and get a company that does a little bit more hustling on the marketing side for you. And like, whoa, that's a lot of money to hack up. Yeah. And she said, here's how I, you look at Tahoe. It was a real answer. Here's how you look at Tahoe, she said. It's like buying a Picasso. You pay too much for it. You enjoy it for 20 years. You sell it to someone else 20 years later, and you probably do okay. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty honest. Yeah. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Find Tony. He does mortgages. He's doing one for me this year. Find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. I can hear a from here. Sitting next to this gun. Beat your heart in your mouth. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Did something today that I rarely do. I didn't set a second alarm. I know. One of the very first things I saw today, and I guess I saw it yesterday, was Aaron Moran died at age 56. And you're saying Aaron Moran. 
Yeah, she was Chach, uh, Joni from Happy Days, TV show back in the 70s. It, and it, I was dumbstruck. I was like, why do we care? It's not like you receive updates about people that you worked with back in your 20s that they've passed on or not. Why do we care? Okay, I get the big ones. The people who won awards. I get the people that like had defining characters and roles in their life. So, Joni, maybe a couple guys learn like, ooh, that's what freckled beauty looks like. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to work on it with you through this process. Why do we care? What's wrong with our media? And that brings me back to the thought of be careful what you pay attention to in media. Because media is pretty stupid. Whether it be radio or television, it's pretty stupid. Looking through stories today, they differ like golden clay. LAX will now let you report a dirty bathroom with a text. Okay, now that's powerful and useful, right? Um, okay, not really. Los Angeles International Airport's the second busiest airport in the nation. But when it comes to customer satisfaction, it doesn't rank that high. It's the 86th placed in the world out of a survey of 19 million travelers. Trying to figure out how to get their toilets cleaner or more consumer friendly, you can now text a dirty bathroom. Aaron Moran, Happy Days, LAX lets you report on dirty toilets. A couple years ago, I was at a baseball game of the Giants, and they're like, if there's a drunk near you, you can text blah, 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 blah. If someone's, like, causing an issue, you can text blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. I kind of get it. Um, other stories of note today. The iPhone 8 may be delayed till October, November. Now, that's actually the first headline I could use. Aaron Moran from Happy Days dead. Not so much. Okay, so she's 56. I think she had drug issues. Okay, so here's my my, my, my talk to you. If you've had drug issues, you're probably at a higher risk of dying early. Um, you should get as much insurance as you can, just in case. And when I say insurance, I'm talking about sh- uh, term life insurance. I have a friend who once was pretty addicted to crack cocaine. Um, he needs more life insurance than I do, because his longevity is going to be question versus mine. So Aaron Moran dead at 56. That's way too young, right? And she had drug problems. So I can go, I can make that short-term assumption that anyone who used to have a hard life partying probably may not live as long. Probably may not live as long. I don't know how many 114-year-old people in America there are, but when you see them, these are like, I I drink potato water for 14 years. <laughs> You're like, potato water? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Tin Water guys got to be good. It's got vitamin E or something like that in it, right? So the iPhone 8 being delayed to October, November, that is a headline that I could start going, maybe there's a buying opportunity. So Aaron Moran, I'm thinking there's a term life insurance issue tied towards hard drug use. Um, being on a TV show when you're 20 years old and sexy as hell probably doesn't lead to a good ego. So a KGI analyst, Minty Cole, said today that Apple's iPhone 8 won't launch until October or November, blaming significant hardware upgrades. Okay, so right there, right there, right there. Significant hardware upgrades. They're going to go heavily after Samsung. So if I, I don't go Samsung, but if I did, I'd be like, ooh. Now, iPhone 8, expect to be the most premium of the three new iPhones to launch this year, will be delayed by about two months. That may cause the stock to slip. I still think they're going to sell a lot of iPhones. This weekend, I hung out with my boys, and um, we watched Star Wars Wars Rogue One again, and we got it on Apple iTunes. Why? Because we have all the films on Apple iTunes. I know you're saying, hung out with your boys? Yes, hung out with my boys. We did soccer, we did t-ball, we did Star Wars, we did burritos, we did it all. But getting back to the point, it was all about iTunes. Um, getting that movie on iTunes so they can watch it again and again and again and again. Um... Having a kid who knows the Star Wars lexicon and Star Wars geography and world better than you do is pretty damn cool. So I'm like, okay, so who killed Obi-Wan Kenobi? Easy, right? And you're like, okay, so why did Obi-Wan Kenobi die? And you're like, um, so the bad guy in episode three, who was that? And they know it all. Um, so anyway, Apple's launched its iPhone 7 and 7S in September. Um, but there's going to be a high-end version that people are starting to call the iPhone 8. And that's the one that's expected to be delayed. Do I think Apple will have a problem selling phones this year? No. Because I got that friggin' fragging Star Wars Rogue One, and the last thing I'm ever going to do is give up on iTunes. I can go to Hawaii... I can go to Mexico. I can go to rural Georgia and still watch what is mine. It's that environment, that ecology that means so much. Gas prices rose three cents over the last two weeks. Two dollars and forty-six cents a gallon. That doesn't sound right, does it? The average price of a gallon of gas, two dollars and forty-six cents. I hate California. Tax, 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 death, California. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show.
Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So, I just bought 48 rolls of toilet paper. It happens, right? I kind of like bulk toilet paper. It doesn't weigh much, and it's easy to store. And I swear, this is actually a funny conversation I had from a previous relationship. I dated a woman named Juliet at one point in time, and we were happily in love. And I said to her, I'm like, you eat toilet paper, don't you? She goes, no, why did you say that? I'm like, because we go through at least a roll a day. And I'm not going through a roll a day. And there was just two of us. And I said, you eat it, don't you? <laughs> and uh, Let's just say Costco kind of changes the world and makes things easier for people, right? Costco members are so obsessed with shopping at the place that they are willing to pay even more to buy bulk. Um, 60% of people who were surveyed recently said that Costco's recent fee increase will not make them less likely to renew. Of that, 40% indicated they are less likely to renew. Um, I like Costco for some of their travel deals and their tires. If you need tires on a regular basis, or if you need travel deals on a regular basis, it's, there's something to be found there. And it's not great, because like with Expedia, you get the hotel and the flight for X amount of dollars. And at Costco, you get the hotel and the flight for X amount of dollars. But you also get like a free car, a rental car. And that's sweet. So Costco said it's going to hike the price of its Gold Star membership by $5 per year to 60 bucks. Executive membership is going to increase by 10 bucks to 120 The new fee is going to go into effect June 1st. That's going to impact about 35 million people. And you do the math. That means more money for the company. More investment dollars. More Wall Street expectations met. So Costco members said that they would pay even more to shop at enormous warehouses. Which is funny, because, like, do you need bulk mustard? Keep in mind, I buy bulk toilet paper, flights, and tires. I don't really buy bulk mustard. Um, mustard, to me, is something that should be created and not sold in a bottle. Call me crazy, but that's am where I am with that. Um, so Costco's going to rake in some serious dough from this fee increase. A lot of analysts say it's about $265 plus million of earnings before interest tax depreciation amortization. That's not bad. So, But Costco members want bigger Costco stores. I kind of love that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Let's bring in um, Sven Singali. No, no, let's bring in CFP Chad Burton to talk a little financial planning. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. Chad Burton is a financial planner. We talk retirement and wealth issues all the time. Let's talk about the concept of rebalancing your portfolio. I think we all know the concept while we're working. Keep a look at it. Make sure nothing gets too overweighted or too underweighted in your portfolio. Uh, that's when you're working. But mm-hmm. what about in retirement? What concepts do we need to know? Well, let's talk about first why you rebalance because things like asset classes go through different rotation periods, and I've talked about the Callan Periodic Table Investments, and you can Google that and find this, and you can see the sectors or asset classes, as soon as they make, you know, they're the best place to be for two or three years in a row, within a couple of years, they're the worst place to be in the last, in those two or three years in a row, 
And so when you see them hit the ring the bell, especially for like three years in a row, or when you see an asset class like REITs all of a sudden rally up 15% when they're really a yield play, you know it's time to take some profits and buy stuff that's been down. Um, so you, you're always looking for your investment choices where you want a good 10-year average rate of return, and it's got to be risk-adjusted. In other words, low standard deviation, low beta. Um, and when you see something that has a great long-term rate of return sell off for a period of a year or two, that's when you want to buy it. That's when you get the real great returns that help you outperform in the long run on a risk-adjusted risk basis. So that's how you rebalance. Easiest way for for a person pre-retirement to rebalance is to just turn on their re- automatic rebalancer on the 401k. Almost every single one has it, where every year at a certain month, um, it'll rebalance everything back to your original choices. A more active person will use their contributions to change their asset allocation and to rebalance. In other words, if they look in their portfolio, they see they're overweight in large cap and underweight in international, they'll stop adding to large cap and start buying international. Make sense? Absolutely. But if um, you know, you're know you in retirement, it becomes a different story. Your rebalancing situation looks like this. You have your different pieces of your portfolio. I like your three years' worth of expenses in cash, a balanced portfolio, um, a dividend-paying stock portfolio, and some other income that's guaranteed for life. And so what I do when I rebalance and I look at things, the first thing I look at is how much of their three years' worth of expenses in cash did they spend? So if the market's positive for that quarter, I'll peel off enough out of the portfolios to replenish their cash. And then I'll look to rebalance inside the portfolios. So the first thing you look at is how can I always peel off the house money in the good times to replenish the cash that I'm spending so I always keep my three years' worth of of safety reserve to get me through bad economies intact. Okay. So that's that's it's it's really important to kind of monitor it a little bit more closely in retirement and more on a quarterly basis. Most younger people in their 20s and 30s, they could rebalance once a year and still be okay as long as they're actively saving. So for you at work, you're in your office, do you have a flag that says, take a look at, should I be rebalancing today, this month, this quarter? Like, when do you remind yourself, like, I need to do this? Um, well, it, it, on a quarterly basis, if the market's negative, you just rebalance inside the portfolios. Okay. But if the market's positive and it's in a big way, let's say it's a 7% quarter, for example. Right, which is what we had first quarter of 2012. Right. And so you, you talk to the clients that are retired and you constantly have to remind them that you need the three years worth of expenses and cash. So the quarter review process becomes, look, here's what your portfolio did. What do your cash levels look like? Okay. Most of the time I can see on a wealth management site that we have for clients, I can see the amount of cash and we can go ahead and send that to them. Gotcha. But it's an active communication situation. Uh, most of the strategies that I see people pitch out there are, here, I'm going to set up this strategy and I'm never going to talk to you again. I'm going to sell you a bunch of crappy product and then don't please don't call me for 15 years. That's not how it should be in retirement. It's your money. It's the only thing that you have left to live on until you're 100 years old, so you better be a little bit more proactive about it. NBA is now starting to put advertisements on jerseys. Have you ever considered putting an advertisement on your business suit? Sell ads? <laughs> you're doing these think, quarterly reviews. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think well, what would be on that. That's... Something like milk of magnesia or something. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> depends. I like it. You're saying, you're telling me your clients wear depends. <laughs> nope. You're going on the record. Yeah. Okay. So what else do we need to know about rebalancing? Um, is it easier than we think? Is it something I, you should let a professional do? I think it's the hardest thing that people do because it's easy to buy, but the hardest time, the hardest thing that people have trouble with in investing is when to sell. Yeah. And so by creating pieces of your portfolio. 
and a certain asset allocation level. So you have, you know, you got your three years worth of expenses in cash. That's something you have to keep intact. That means you know you have to sell gains in order to keep that intact. Okay. And then you have an uh, an asset allocation plan that has a certain amount in in stocks, bonds, real estate, commodities, alternatives, all of that in the portfolio. You set those parameters and you know you have to sell when those parameters are out of whack. Okay. Um, I think that's about it for this topic. I think we've beat it to death, so to speak. Yeah, sure. (laughs) You can meet Chad at an upcoming Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning event. You can find out more about those at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. You can meet Chad yourself. Say you need a CFP. Say this is you know rocket science to you. Say this is difficult stuff to understand and comprehend. Financial planners are, are good, good, solid ideas for people in retirement. You don't have time to make up your mistakes. Don't make mistakes. You can find Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Tesla has a big risky issue ahead of them. I don't own shares of Tesla. I kind of wish I did, but I don't. Ford, GM, and Chevy have all had, like, assembly lines for years and years and years and years. Tesla's still kind of figuring it out. Will they be able to pull off the Model 3 in an efficient assembly manner? That's something Wall Street is raging over. Speaking of rage, Walmart has debated um, wages and people who rage over wages for a while. No! God, please, no! 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 Walmart, the big box behemoth, where basically every American shops, is both the largest private sector employer and consistent lightning rod of controversy. People say, how much should someone make? Um, I don't have an answer to that. I can tell you that I believe in free markets and capitalism on a lot of levels. I work in an environment where you have employees and employers, and I get it. You can't pay someone an absolute salary. You have to pay someone for what they're worth. And in radio, for instance, if they're competitive, they do a better job, they get more. So I don't have an opinion on the whole absolute salary world. I more have an opinion on capitalism and free markets. I'm kind of I'm not gonna say apathetic because that's wrong. I just don't have an opinion. Gas prices rose three cents over the last two weeks. They're 28 cents a gallon more than they were a year ago, which basically means you and I have a little less money in our pockets. You can find out more about me at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. If I ever do two events, one called Wealth Accumulation, one called Wealth Management. says, I did not answer that question. Robot wants to answer that question. Robot parade, robot parade, wave the flags that the robots made. I love that. I'm Rob Black. Whether you're 20 years old or 60, managing your money can get complicated. So set aside Saturday, May 20th, and get ready to learn some strategies that can help you build wealth, invest confidently, retire better, and pass on your estate while minimizing taxes. That's May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. We have two seminars lined up. The morning event runs from 9 to 11 with a focus on retirement income and estate planning. If you're nearing retirement, this one's for you. 
We'll explain how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to protect your estate from long-term care costs, and much, much more. Our afternoon seminar is all about investing for your first million. From one to three, we'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio, from investing basics to 401ks, Roth IRAs, real estate, taxes, and investing tips. Two separate seminars, May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Sign up for either event at robblackshow.com, only $25. For KDOW listeners, I waive the fee. Just use promo code RADIO25. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Black now. 800 516 1220. That's 800 516 1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing more. Is there something wrong with me that I don't want arm tattoos? I don't want tattoos. Sometimes I feel like the only person who's saying that out loud. The French uh-huh. have voted to kind of do two-step votes. And the financial markets have exhaled. Investors around the world said, good job, France. Is France going to pair back its bets on... Haven assets and haven ideas, or are they going to go with kind of the liberal angle of let's break away from the European Union? So there's a calming that is going on worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I like country provincial French. Big city France, I don't like. Um, but investors got some outcomes they wanted. They got a centrist and pro-Euro candidate, Emmanuel Macron, um, which is a type of cookie, the Macron, and far-right Marine Le Pen, getting basically the final vote for the early May. Now, we don't know what's going to happen in early May, but basically France rallied around and had a huge turnout. Now, a huge turnout is thought to be a positive thing, but no, 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 no. It's a negative thing. When a lot of people actually show up for an election... It's telling you people are weirded out. In my opinion. Um, So we're going to have a runoff election now going forward. Uh, That's how they do things there. It's their their shtick, so to speak. And it's going to happen in early May. And Wall Street's going to pay attention to it. Today, Wall Street breathes a sigh of relief. So I've learned about meditation. Meditation is like 90% about breath, right? <sighs> Pay attention to your breath. When you breathe out, say the word out. <sighs> You'll start to relax. You'll start to focus on just your breath. And then... And then... You'll be nice and stress-free. 
Amazon's quietly exploring ways to use self-driving cars to deliver packages. I was in Mountain View not too long ago, and a little robot walked right past me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? A little robot walked right by me? Okay, that didn't happen when I was a kid. So LAX now is going to let you report when a dirty bathroom is a dirty bathroom via text. One of the things I used to do just to mess with my friends, like if I was at a sporting event and so I was going to a hockey game, and two of my friends walked in before me, I'd walk into a stall and pretend to be dying. I'd be like, <laughs> um, So people are probably going to start texting about me if I ever do that again. That's not cool. Do we really need texting to report dirty toilets? I know you, you're driving on occasion. You're like, call the police. Call 911 if you see a drunk driver. I question that one just from a citizen's right. Because let's just say my ex is in front of me. I'm calling 911. I'm saying, I see a drunk driver. Let's just get her pulled over for no reason, right? There's some what things is I don't the like. matter with you? Trump's sons are seeking to extend his family brand into domestic markets. I look at that and I go, that's not cool. You're president and you're like, you're pushing your brand, you're pushing your brand, you're pushing your brand. I won. I won. A big U.S. push is planned into new hotel chains are being considered a four-star brand in a less luxurious line. I would imagine if I were Donald Trump and I'm coming up with a luxury brand, I'm going to call it, like, Trumpolato or Trump Estates or something like that. Should I'm I coming up it? With a less, I'm coming up with a less luxurious brand. I'm probably going to throw Hillary's name on it. The Hillary Hotel or the Hillary Motel. The Hillary Motel Notel. But I just want to set the record straight. You do that, Hell. Can I call you Hell? But I just want to set the record straight. We only have one drop of Hillary Clinton that sucks. But it's okay. I'll ask Chewbacca. Chewbacca, can I ask Hillary? Can I call Hillary Hell? I think I just cracked a rib. I know you're saying from laughing. No. No, just from sitting funny. So people are so obsessed with Costco, they pay more for a bigger Costco. That's fantastic. That's like brand surveys that you're like dying for. Nearly every retailer out there right now, you know, looks at Costco and looks at Amazon and they're trying to figure out what to do. And what they're trying to do is make the in-store experience more exciting than ever. Um, am I going to get go-go dancers if I go to H&M or Banana Republic? Might have like a marching band? Hell yeah, I'd go if they have a marching band. I love a good drum line. Um, but that's what they have to do to get people to go now. A, it's expensive. You saw that um, one of the retailers recently basically opened up a bar. So that when you go, you could have like some champagne while you're shopping. It's like, okay. Amazon launched a new platform on today that allows companies with subscription services from newspapers and TV services to start streaming. I got an email 
get this. I got an email from Amazon asking me if I wanted to book a hotel for $30 off. What can Amazon not do? I don't know. I'm Rob Black, talking about things financial, money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.